Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 220, Shadow Keep. In this week's episode, things are a bit different. JFG Ash goes solo. Because JFG Alex is still on holiday. There's some news on the PS5. And finally, I've been smashing the new Destiny content. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 220, and yes, I am on my own, as Alex is on holiday, as you know from the intro. So, as standard tradition goes, I will do the usual run-through, what I've been up to. Obviously, I couldn't be asked last week to do a podcast on my own, but I thought, hey-ho, I better do one this week, because, well, it's Wednesday. And that's time to do a podcast. It'd be weird not to, but I was quite tired last week. So yeah, this week, buddies, and last week, not a lot really has happened, unfortunately. So uh, it's it's not going to be a long podcast. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a bit different as well. Um, mainly because the release of uh, Destiny 2 Shadow Keep came out last week. That could be one of the reasons why. I didn't do a podcast last week. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit busy. Um, seeing as the actual release day of that on the Tuesday didn't go so well. And I managed to get online for 20 minutes. Uh, which isn't great for a game when it launches, as we all know and have felt from previous games. Uh, you know the score, buddies. It's it's not good. Um so yeah, uh, apart from playing Destiny, obviously, I've been doing other stuff. I've switched up my regime during the days. Um, for some reason, I'm, I'm, I'm not a morning person, let's put it that way. I don't feel great in the mornings. Uh, I don't like getting out of bed. It's a bit shit. Maybe it's because I stay up till like midnight playing games, and then I'm like, oh, I've got to get up really early and sort kids out and stuff like that. It's not a fun time. So I decided, I think it was last Sunday, just going to go to bed at like half ten. Just I'm going to force myself to go to sleep. And I'm not one for easily going to sleep. I can't, I'm someone that can't really switch my brain off uh, as I'm going to sleep. So when I'm in bed, I'm, I'm normally, well, watching Netflix on my phone until I'm like absolutely dead, like a zombie. And then I just pass out. Or uh, a lot of the times I listen to audiobooks. I've been going through the Harry Potters because, you know, um, I love Harry Potters because <laughs> there's an ongoing joke with me and my mates. <laughs> One time uh, I had a really bad connection on Xbox Live on the 360 and uh, I went and, went and checked out what the missus was doing on the laptop. She was downloading Harry Potter, even though we already had them. So whenever <laughs> anyone's got connectivity issues... Yeah, it's normally because someone's downloading Harry Potter from now on and forever that will be the case. 
Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I I struggled to to go to sleep, and um, thinking about my health and I don't know whatever, trying to do what I'm trying to whatever this is do, be a bit more healthier and active in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I was like, right, yeah, I like I'll listen to something like meditation music. Let's do it. Because, I don't know, for, for my birthday this year, the missus got me, like, a, just a massage, like, an hour-long massage. And it's probably the best I've ever felt, uh, just lying there, getting rubbed down by some lady. It was nice. Um, obviously, the music <laughs> in that situation was, was quite peaceful. Tranquility, you know, tranquil or whatever. Uh, so... Yeah, banging some meditation music on. Put the old sleep timer on Spotify app. That's amazing. Didn't know about that. So 45 minutes of meditation music's pounding out in my ears and off I go. It was nice. And then I'm getting up at like quarter to six in the morning and going for a run. Because, you know, I can't be asked to do it when I get home from work. So I was like, well, I'm only sleeping. If I go to bed earlier, I can get up a bit earlier and... Do a bit of running. So I'm not going far. Doing like a 20 minute run. Because that's all the time I've got to do. Uh, find a nice uh, playlist on Spotify. I'm not promoting Spotify right now. But you know it's a pretty good service. Does the job. Who can be asked to buy CDs these days? I mean Dismans. They didn't really work when you're running did they? Um, so yes. Uh, whack on. I think it's some like indie running playlist i'm like that'll do bit of kings of leon that'll get me through my my 20 minute run and back home have a shower and i'm like fuck yeah i'm like well awake whereas you know previous weeks i i haven't been awake at that point and i'm dreading getting out of bed um but yeah it it seems to be working buddies it's good um been doing it for a couple of weeks so far so good uh obviously fuck that i'm doing that on the weekends that's that's like relaxing time. Why would I do healthy stuff like that's normally when I'm drinking or hungover. That's that's what it is. And talking about drinking, let me tell you what I'm drinking this evening. And that is the old Hobgoblin. No gobbler. It's a five point two percent. It's a dark ruby. If you haven't ever had it, I, I mean, what's wrong with you? It's it's there. It's good. It's tasty. I'm gonna have a sip now. Because I've been talking for six minutes, maybe. So, other stuff. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, t- you know, I took some annual leave off work. And you think, oh, I bet that was nice, Ash. Nice relaxing day. Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe Ash, you had to take care of the kids that day. Maybe, but no. I was putting loads of plasterboard up in the living room. Because, you know, that's why I don't go to work. So I can work all day on the house. It's it's just a fun thing to do when, you know, you've got nothing else to do, really. it's it, Relaxing's overrated anyway. Might as well get stuck in, put some plasterboard up. So we did that on the Thursday and then sorted it all out over the weekend. And the plasterer came this week and fucking sorted the walls out so now I've got lovely smooth walls where he put all the uh, new you know, we did his skimming there you go uh, so I've got lovely smooth walls uh, I've got uh, I'm looking at 
how to mount the TV and where to put it at the moment as well. So I might have to do some more uh, cabling for that. But we'll get to that when we get to that. But it does mean I've got a load of painting to do. Yes! Loads of fun. I mean, home improvements. Who doesn't love doing that kind of stuff? Uh, maybe this guy. Who knows? Uh, and then finally, buddies, this weekend, the one that just went, so last weekend, um, Goose Fair was on in Nottingham. And if you don't know what Goose Fair is, you obviously haven't listened to this podcast this time for the past five years because it comes around every year and it's the biggest fair in the land. I'm going to say the land. It might be Europe, might be England, might be the UK, maybe Great Britain, who knows? Places, maybe, I doubt the world. There's probably like state fairs in America that are just insane. But anyway, this is like a massive fair uh, and there's loads of rides and the kids love it, so we took all the kids down there. Not all the kids, just my kids. Three kids, that's how many I've got. And went on loads of different rides, and it's fucking really expensive. I think I ended up spending about 80 quid on absolute wank. I, I wasn't happy about that. The, but the main thing I wasn't happy about was I went on one ride with my son. Only one. Uh, all the others he went on with his uncle, who's... Uh, a bit older than me he's a bit of a daredevil he likes to live crazily uh he also hasn't got kids yet so you know he still hasn't been beaten down as much as me let's put it that way uh so yeah i went on this one ride it's uh you sit in a cart um it's connected above you like where your head is like in front and back so it can swing on this pivot, let's put it that way. And it spins round and round and round. Uh, there's loads of these in a the circle and it goes round in the circle. And as you go, obviously, the uh, the cart gets more horizontal and it goes up and down like a wave, a wave of circles. And at first I was like, all right, this is fine. The strobe lighting was okay. Um, a bit uncomfortable in the eyes. Then it started going faster and faster. I was incredibly uncomfortable and felt incredibly sick. Uh, and the strobe lightings weren't helping. Uh, whilst this was going on, I, the only thing going through my mind was, I can't wait until this stops and goes backwards, which it did after a couple of minutes, or I don't know, it felt like an eternity while I was on there. And then it went backwards. Got off the ride, I was like, wow, I feel great now. Like, let's, let's just carry on. I ended up getting some kind of... Um, like roast pork and apple, whatever, and stuffing baguette. That was absolutely banging. Apart from I would have liked a bit of gravy on there. There was no gravy, you know. Hey-ho. Can't win them all. <coughs> Pardon me. But the next day, wow, did my back hurt. That was a big, big mistake doing that. I I was crippled. I <laughs> didn't move. I was like, wow, uh just from going on a ride and obviously because I'm I was continuously trying to well stay alive I feel at the time um yeah no that that didn't didn't do me any favors trying to not fall out of that thing but but anyhow um yeah it was it was um interesting let's say say that and it's still hurting at the moment um 
but I'll drink through the pain buddies as uh, as is tradition. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, so how the podcast is going to go? Uh, obviously, that's what I've been doing. Oh, I'm going to talk about um, a game. Oh, I'm going to talk about Wild Pants actually. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, a little bit, then I'll go through the news, and then I'm just going to finish off with a massive—I'd uh, say massive, probably like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute talk, maybe if that—about uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. So, um, you guys that obviously don't want to listen to that, you don't have to. Um, it's it's a case of I'm putting it at the end, uh, and I'll let you know when I get there. If you don't want to hear me rambling on about something you don't care about, but if you do, great news. Um, it's a game that's came out well the game came out three years ago or whatever but it's a big new expansion i say big it's not very big at all it's, it's a small expansion that's come out i guess and um yeah i think it's worth talking to uh talking about because you know it's it's new and i've played it so yeah uh, over the past couple of weeks like i said i've been playing destiny 2 um but one game that I've played a couple of times, was Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, it's one of those surprise hitters that, you know, keeps returning. And every time I go back to it, obviously I'm, I'm solely um, talking about the multiplayer mode. Sorry about that. Ghost War um, at this point, because I, d- I don't know why anyone would play the, the campaign on it. It's incredibly boring and repetitive and a pile of shit really um i had a bit of fun doing it but no it, it's not great i did i played it for 10 minutes and the ai was horrible i didn't like it one bit um but like i said ghost war the four player four and four multiplayer is is it's incredibly incredibly good um we i don't think we had played that for quite some time i had to reinstall it actually and I I found what classes I used to be. I used to be a tech guy and the assassin. And I found that my, my calling was the assassin. It was absolutely brilliant. So um, the the fact that... Um, well, sorry, not the fact that... How, how this game excels is in its co-opness. Let's put it that way. And um, so you, you'll have... We had three of us and a numpty and we'd be playing three different styles but those three styles would work perfectly together uh would have funk as the stealthy bowman uh for a medium to long rangey kind of shots but also sneaky sneaky skills uh we'd have the dizzle a aka pj uh he'd be the eye in the sky and obviously i'd be the retard running around with an uzi um because that's me to a T. Uh, it was pretty good. So he'd be calling out the shots uh, from the sky, telling me where to go and who to kill, and I would do that unless you know there'd be a situation where I didn't. Uh, we we had a couple of moments where suddenly we'd just be in massive firefights. Like I'd just run ahead, and then all four of them. For 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 instance, one time uh, we're in the map nighttime. There's a church in the middle of the map. I run up to the side of the map, I see one of them going, and then I, th- I think it was Funk, or, or uh, yeah, I think it was Funk was like, yeah, they've all gone in there, um, and by the time he's saying, what should we do, obviously I've already run in there, started shooting people, <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
it was a situation, let's say. The situation was in hand and I took care of business. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was just a lot of fun playing this uh, co-op shooter. Just incredibly loads of fun. And I haven't done that for a long time. Um, one other interesting fact, not fact, but thing that happened on Game Night on Friday when we were playing this. Um, obviously, we're teamed up against random numpties. And a guy on the other team was called Ragaman. Uh, Ragaman spelt W-R-A-G-G-A man. Um, something like that. And I'm like... That's a bit weird, and if anyone doesn't know, that's actually my surname. Not Ragaman, that'd be mental, um, but Rag, W-R-A-G-G, that's my surname. And um, I kind of wish it was Ragaman now. Um, but yeah, and uh, obviously he was on the other team, and I was like, oh, I, I, I tried to send him a message on PSN, but he had everything blocked. And then luckily, a couple of games in, he was still there, and he was on our team. So I joined um, like Game Chat. And he was there chatting away, and I was like, "Yeah, mate, yeah, is is that your name, by the way?" And he's like, "What, what, Ragaman? No, no." I was like, "Rag, rag, rag." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's my name." I was like, "Are you shitting me?" Blah blah blah. Oh, this goes on. Obviously, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's my name." Blah blah. Lovely chap. He's from Stoke on Trent or something. I was like, "Wow, check that shit out." That's like magical moment kind of good news story. There you go. That's my news favorite thing of this week. I don't know why, but it is now. So yeah, Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's really good uh, as a as a four player PvP game. Um, don't know about Breakpoint. It hasn't had great reviews from what I've seen. So not a lot to say there, buddies. But yeah, if you if anyone else has played some Wild Pants or anything, uh, let me know and see what you say. I want to know. Get involved. Uh, we're on a Discord. It's on the website. It's on this podcast description somewhere in your podcast apps. That's the best place to hit us up because it's where the cool kids are. So, yeah, apart from that, it's all just been Destiny 2, unfortunately, buddy. So not a lot there. And, uh, well, I guess it's time for the news. Right, so... It's quite Sony heavy this week in the news. Um, it's not by choice, you know. It's just that a lot of news has come out about Sony. It's not my fault. I don't make up the news. I can make up the news if you want, but I don't. Uh, but before we get to Sony, we'll talk a couple of things about... That doesn't make sense. Uh, about a couple of things. Uh, firstly... Red Dead Redemption 2, buddies. Now, a couple of weeks ago or whenever, uh, I think in my news favourite things, I mentioned that Rockstar had released their own PC uh, client. That's the word. And we suspected that that's because Red Dead Redemption 2 might be coming to PC. And guess what? We fucking nailed it. I mean, it was a bit obvious what was going to happen there but yeah we absolutely need it uh so i'm just going to read some eurogamer stuff here because i feel like that's what news is because they've written the news i don't write the news i read the news i'm like an anchor but maybe with a w at the front who knows 
Uh, they go on and say, uh, Surprise Red Dead Redemption 2 is getting a PC version and it's launching next month on the 5th of November. It will be available uh, via Rockstar's own PC launcher, which we said was coming. Now, I thought it was only going to be on this, but apparently not. Yeah, they're going to say uh, it's going to be available on Epic Game Store, Green Man Gaming, The Humble Store, GameSpot, and additional digital retailers. Also, there's going to be a Google Stadia version because that's the future, buddies. Internet gaming. They came out, actually, Google came out this week and said uh, something on the lines of it's going to be more stable than hardware. Now, I don't know how you can say that when it's on the internet, but maybe their hardware is going to be more stable than hardware, or I don't know. Once again, I didn't actually read it. I just, you know, saw the headline and was like, that's bullshit. But here, uh, it, it goes on, uh, what about Steam? Uh, it's going to launch on Steam 2, but not until December, fuck knows why. Uh, obviously, there's loads of pre-purchased shit that you can get with it, like extra gold bars and like a silver horse and, I don't know, Wild West hats, stuff like that. Who cares? Um, one interesting thing, though, uh, another little buy-in for a pre-order is the fact that you can t- uh, pick up two free games uh, from the following list, which is GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, Bully, LA Noir, and Max Payne 3. So... Two really old games there, out of all those really old games. I mean, if you wanted to play any of those games, you probably have by now. But, you know, why not throw it in there? Who cares, anyway? Uh, so, yeah, no, cool news. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC. Um, that thing's going to look absolutely insane, um, seeing as it looks that good on a PlayStation 4. Probably not an Xbox One S, but it's there, buddies. And yeah, good news for PC owners. You know, it's it's a good time to be a PC owner right now. I'm not going to lie. It's good. Uh, number two, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one that's coming out soon-ish, um, is going to be a massive 175 gigs on PC. Now, that's quite large. Um, I'm thinking about picking up a terabyte M2 drive. And, you know, that's nearly 20% of that thing gone on one game. Um, So, say a terabyte's like, if you pick one up for 80 quid, whatever 20% of 80 quid is, 16 pounds. There you go. 16 pounds worth of storage you need for that game. That's on the cheap as well, buddies. Well, actually, no, you can get it a lot cheaper, but still, you know, it'll be on a spinny, whizzy disk drive then, and that's a bit shit. No one wants that these days. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, crack on with actual news reading. Call of Duty Modern Warfare weighs in at 175 gigabytes on PC. Uh, the official listing for the PC version on Battle.net details the huge storage requirement uh, for Infinity's Ward's soft reboot. Don't know why it's called a soft reboot, I guess. It's not a hard reboot, is it? I don't know. Is it? 
What's the difference? Who knows? Uh, for both minimum and recommended specifications, you'll need an eye-watering 175 gigabytes of available hard drive space. Uh, it goes on to say how the previous Call of Duties have been pretty large with the extra DLC they've released. Um, and then it puts on a, a world record attempt. Does Modern Warfare hold the world record for the biggest storage space required for a video game at launch? We think so. I mean, they don't know, but they think so, which is handy. I don't know why I'm, re- why I'm critiquing them. They're just writing stories for me to read out. Um, in 2018, they covered the Final Fantasy 15 on PC. I think we covered that as well back in the day, uh, which was 148 gigs. Um, but also, um, going back to Red Dead Redemption 2, it's saying that the PC is going to require 150 gigabytes of hard drive storage. Uh, obviously, Modern Warfare beats both of those. But, you know, if you haven't got a decent internet connection, how the fuck are you going to download that? That's an insane amount of data. And, you know, uh, what was it? The Last of Us 2? I don't know if we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago because we did mention the fact that there was a release date, which is great news coming out in February. Very looking, uh, much looking forward to that. Um, But apparently that's going to be on two discs. I never thought the day, like, when we would need two Blu-ray discs. I don't know if they're dual-layered. Probably. Yeah, they would be, won't they? They're 40 gigs? I don't know, maybe. If they're 40 gigs, that's 80 gigs. Yeah, I mean... Mental. Anyway, like, I, I still remember the... The first uh, 360 game I had on two discs. I think it was Blue Dragon, which is some... Really weird, like, JRPG game, you know. I was at university at the time. I didn't do a lot, so I played a lot of strange games and did a lot of really shitty achievement hunting, which um, I'm not proud of, you know, but surfs up on the Xbox 360. That's an easy thousand Gs, buddies, in the bag. No problem. Uh, right, next, uh, this is um, some bullshit news for you. Mario Kart Tour, the uh, mobile game that came out, but I don't know, whenever it was, a couple of weeks ago, um, we reported on the fact that it came out and there was a £5 subscription that you could tie yourselves into, monthly subscription, uh, and to get more, you know, cosmetics and shit, really, for whatever reason you want to do that. But now, buddies, you can buy actual packs Happy Fun Packs. That's not what they're called, but, you know, they might as well call it something stupid like that. Um, Yeah, there's a couple of packs. There's the Rosalina pack, where you get the character Rosalina, you get 45 ruby gems. Uh, These just ruby gems can be used to pull on the game's gacha-style warp pipe. I mean, that sounds like some freaky-deaky porn right there, but... I'm guessing it's, you know, some sort of in-house gambling, which is... I'm happy with that. That's good. Uh, And you get five-star tickets, which are things in the game that do stuff. Uh, And that's £20. You know, probably worth it. Sarcasm. But the, the cream of the crop, which rises to the top, my friends, is... The Diddy Kong Pack, 
which includes 90 gems for you to pull on that fucking warp pipe as much as you want. Well, 90 times if it's one one go a pop. Um, you get a quick a quick ticket. I mean, is that like a win? Who knows? And Diddy Kong himself. That's right. You get Diddy Kong. Um, yeah, and that is thirty nine pounds, buddies. I mean, £39 for some in-game currency. How am I, what, 90 of it? I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, a quick ticket, which is something. And a character. Now, if you think this is absolute bullshit, I agree. It is absolute bullshit. But hey, that's the world we live in. All we can do is not support this by not buying it. And anyone that does buy it is mental. Uh, oh, I don't think you can say that these days, can you? I had some uh, suicide and self-harm training this week. Learning about, you know, do's and don'ts with, you know, well, prisoners. Because I work in a prison. And yeah, it, it's it's kind of frowned upon. When you use terminology like that. But, you know, say what you see. Just saying what I see. Right, next, buddy. Uh, And this is the last bit of news, really, before Sony's fucking whatever reveal of nothing this week. Uh, Is EA. EA are in the news uh, for great reasons once again this week. And that is the fact that EA EA have leaked the personal information of... 1,600 FIFA 20 Global Series competitors. Uh, They go on to say, or they have a little statement. Actually, I'll I'll read the full statement in a bit. Um, I'll go through what actually happened. So, um, registrations for the competition or whatever it is uh, went up on Thursday, the 3rd of October. Uh, But within half an hour, it was closed again after participants reported seeing other people's personal information. This includes email, date of birth, EA username and country of residence on their sign up screens. So a proper major fuck up there, buddies. Uh, EA uh, have put out a statement. I I guess it's on Twitter. I don't know. That's where people say stuff these days. Um, it goes on to say, at approximately 1pm UK time, we announced the registration portal page for the EA Sports FIFA 20 Global Series. Shortly after, we learned that some players trying to register were seeing the information of other players who had already signed up through the registration app. Fucked it. We immediately took action to shut down the site by 1.30pm UK time, so half an hour, like I said. We were able to root cause the issue and implement a fix to be clear that information is protected. Uh, We're confident that players will not see the same issue going forward. Well, that's great news going forward, but you've already fucked it, like I said. Uh, They're going to say uh, we've... Determ- determine, yeah, we've determined that approximately, uh, approximately 1,600 players were potentially affected by the issue, and we are taking steps to contact those competitors with more details and protect their EA accounts. Players' privacy and security are the utmost importance to us. Blah blah blah. We're deeply apologising. Blah blah blah. We're massive tools. So there you go, buddies. EA fucked it again. Um, FIFA is a shit show. And everything is f- 
fucked. Um, unfortunately, obviously, I feel sorry for any of those people that details did get out. Hopefully, your accounts will be okay. Um, but this is just another reason to stay clear of EA buddies. Good news. Oh, time for a sup, I think. <clears throat> right, buddies. Sony time. Are you ready? So, in no particular order, I might do a quick order in my head right now. Uh, let's start off with uh, Sony confirms the PS5. And it is indeed called PS5. Fucking shock horror. Who thought it? Um, and it's coming out in Christmas 2020. So I think Wired had oh, some shit access to like a controller or something. And then loads of news started coming out about this. Um, looks like Digital Foundry have done a big old chat about it. I think we'll probably go more into it uh, next week. Pardon me. There's the gas from the supping. Um, yeah, I mean, when if any more information comes out or uh, whatever, but I'm just going to go through some bullet points. So, yeah, uh, PS5, it's called PS5. It's coming out in Christmas 2020. Um, but, but, but also, random article went on to say, it looks like um, if anyone saw it, there was um, some PlayStation 5 dev kits that came out. Um, and there was images of them leaked online. Uh, if anyone's seen it, um, it kind of looks like a virtual boy. If anyone's seen a virtual boy, uh, it's mental. Um, it looks like an eighties sci-fi scanner that you pull up to your face. Something that you see in like Star Trek, that kind of thing anyway. And I, yeah, I, I guess it's got a V in the in the top of it for five it, it looks mental it's, it's got play and pause buttons on a touch screen kind of like the mad box was kind of advertising uh my favorite name or favorite console next gen console the mad box there um i don't know why you'd have a touch screen on the console i never touch my console i i i don't want to it stays over there and does its job and i turn it on with the controller but hey ho you know, it's a thing that they can do and it's going to put the price up, which annoys me. Um, but, hey, it is what it is. But if, if you haven't uh, seen any pictures of this, you should just give it a Google PS5 dev kit and you'll be amazed at how retarded this thing looks. And I can't wait to get one. Let's put it that way. Uh, next, we'll go on for Sony is patented... Uh, oh, it's, it's put a new patent out that points towards um, the next generation VR and looking at it it looks exactly the same with more dots on it really uh, so at the moment there's I don't know like uh, six glowy dots on your front of the face and then a couple around the side and stuff like that on this there's fucking hundreds of them they're everywhere um, looks like there's some kind of weird hand one I don't know what that is or what you do with it. Maybe you put it up your bum. Um, might be interesting, depending on how much it vibrates, I guess. We'll see. But once again, Sony doing stuff and it coming out. Uh, let's go on to actually relevant stuff that, that's actually happened. So um, the uh, PS4 
7.00 firmware came out with stability, I don't know, improvements, software improvements. What's the standard thing that they say that no one really cares about? Um, I think it's stability improvements or something like that. Um, but one big thing that um, came out was that they have increased, aka doubled, the size of voice chat parties from 8 to 16, which is nice, but also um, increased the quality. That's the word. I, I was thinking of sample rate and all of this stuff, and I was like, no. Well, yes, they have increased the sample rate and stuff, but... Um, yeah, just quality of the audio. Uh, I tried it out yesterday. It seemed fine. Um, I didn't hear any issues. Um, but I, yeah, to be honest, I can't really compare it to the old one because it's gone. Um, but I do know that it's a lot better than the old 360 one because that was terrible after going back to it. Uh, and it's 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 just good news. Going forward, better quality is obviously better. Uh, next news, um, PS4 crossplay feature is, uh, is report, uh, reportedly out of its beta stage uh, and now available to all developers. So I couldn't imagine uh, a year ago that Sony were going to do this. I can't, I'm trying to think when, they, when Fortnite... I, I couldn't have been a year ago. I think it was earlier this year. That they uh, enable crossplay on that stuff. Well, not you know tried it, enabled it, where people were like, oh wow, I'm playing with a PlayStation guy, kind of thing, and then it was ridiculous on Reddit about it and stuff, and it all kicked off. We're like, why isn't this a thing? Which was good, I guess, that the fact that they didn't and it got registered. Um, but yeah, um, it's out of its beta stage, and now everyone can do it. And I think one of the first games to do it is going to be Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, and uh, you know that's good news. Um, I, th- I think this this should be a thing going forward. I, d- I don't see why not. I, I think it's a bit crazy this day and age uh, to say, no, you haven't got our box, so you can't play with me and vice versa. I, it's, it's cool. I think it's a great feature going forward, um, mainly for my kids. Um, I haven't got to worry about, like, uh, what console his mates have got. I can just get what console I want. And he can play that one. And that's it. Job done. Happy days. Uh, Finally, buddies. um, PlayStation Now, the fantastic streaming service from Sony, is getting a price reduction forever, apparently. Uh, And this is dropping from £13 to £9. Now, we've spoken about game services quite a lot recently. uh, And... We, we've mentioned that Xbox Game Pass um, is absolutely smashing it. And I still stick by that. We've had a couple of, uh, you know, not debates, but, you know, um, words. There's conversations. I don't know. Whatever it is in the Discord about this and where it stands. And, uh, yeah, I, I think most people are on board with the £4 a month price point. But I think uh, JJ mentioned that, yeah, it's still in beta. So we don't know what the price is going to be after that. Hopefully... Still £4. Who knows? Um, we'll see what's going forward with that. Anyway, so, yeah, PlayStation now is dropping from £13 to £9. Um, but also, for the next three months, and I don't know why it's only three months, uh, PlayStation, 
PlayStation Now uh, will also host uh, excellent Sony exclusives such as God of War, Uncharted 4, and Infamous Second Son, but also as well as Grand Theft Auto 5, which even though it's an old game, it's a very, very good game. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, you know, they, they've got more than 800 games available on there. Gibbons... The majority of those games are really shit and old. Um, and yeah, you want to see more like first party games on there. I, I think JJ in, in the chat again was on about, you know, he he would he would lap up a game pass on, you know, uh, on Sony saying like he could play them on his PC as well to some extent. I don't know if they would go that far, but I, I don't see why not. Like they'll be making money out of it. It's money at the end of the day, and they like money. Um, I still think nine pound a month is pretty expensive. Um, going forward, I think it comes down to the price of the service to the ratio um, of quality of games if it's cheap enough with the good quality of games i'm in if it's cheap enough and the games are shit i'm not in if it's expensive and the game's shit i'm definitely not in and so on it, it needs to be in that sweet spot and like we've said before game pass i feel is there buddies so i think that's it really for the podcast i'm surprised it's gone on for about 40 minutes now i've managed to drag that out a fucking long way let's say um so here comes the point buddies where i'm gonna say see you later unless you want to stick around for some destiny 2 and there'd be nothing else after that there might be but it'll be absolute bollocks and me just going on about nothing so Catch you next time or let's fucking party. So, we're here. It's September. Not anymore because it's October. Destiny 2's annual release has come out or an annual expansion has come out and it's called Shadowkeep. The difference this time around, buddies, is... Well, one of the big differences, um, the the base game, uh, as we've reported before, is free to play. And with that free to play, uh, you get the entire Destiny 2 campaign with a bonus extra mission from Destiny 1 at the beginning to, you know, tie you in to what's kind of happened or not really. It's just like, oh, you're awake, you're a guardian, you're in the zone now. And welcome to the world of Destiny, even though this is Earth, but whatever. Um... And with that also, you get the first year's expansion, which was Curse of Osiris and uh, Jimmy Warmind, as you all know. And then you have access to every single other world and a load of other shit. So what I'm going to do here is just have a quick chat on sec. Let me zoom in on my picture because I've got the roadmap here. Um, So what these tiers are so i've broken it down into three tiers obviously the first is the free tier which we'll start with then there is the uh, season pass which is a thing now in destiny you can buy a season pass which 
may or may not work for them. We'll see. And then finally, it's the paid expansion. Now, with Shadowkeep, uh, it's £30 buy-in. With that, you get the expansion and the season. As of yet, I have found no way of just buying the season, which I think is stupid. Uh, There should be an option to be like... They're saying like the season pass is going to be like £10 uh, every three months because there's going to be four seasons in a year. So that's 40 quid a year. If well, As if you want to do all the seasons. You don't have to. You just pay £10 and be like, sweet, done that. I'll leave it for a while. But anyway. So yeah, let's go on about the free tier. So in the roadmap itself uh, on the 1st of the 10th. Oh, actually, it wasn't. It came out in October. My bad. Um... So what you get access to with this free tier, like I've said, all of Destiny 2 in the first year content. So you get the uh, Moon Destination. You get Seasonal Artifacts. Uh, So the Seasonal Artifact is like a little thing that gets added to your character page where you put on all your gear and you can level that up. And it's very good. Uh, I'll go on about that later, though. Um, Ah, fuck it. Let's just do it now. So the seasonal artifact, it's a little icon down the bottom of your little page, and as you earn XP, you unlock unlocks for it, like uh, any kind of like tree system. Uh, each slot, there's like five mods you can unlock. I'll go into mods a bit later. Um, and as you progress, yeah, you for each stage you unlock a, an extra level of light as well. So along with the the standard power grind uh, from going from 750 upwards. Um, this will add additional power to you. So technically, it's endless or whatever you can go up to, or maybe it's a thousand. Who knows? Uh, maybe it's fifty. I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. I think I've only got up to like seven or eight. Um, because I'm not hardcore enough, I guess. Anyway, so seasonal artifact that's in the free one. Uh, you have unlocked. Uh, you have access to the new finisher system. So finishers are like I think I don't know who said it, but anyway, they're like Doom. If you've ever played Doom Reboot, uh, which came out in 2016, why not? Um, shit, was it really 2016? No way, it can't be. Maybe 2017 or 18. It wasn't last year. Anyway, uh, finishers are a move like a melee attack that you can do on an enemy when their health is near to nothing. Anyway, these can be. Um, access from a fair distance away from the enemy. Um, they they can be quite useful in certain situations uh, as the game goes on and the your seasonal artifact. Uh, you unlock more mods, uh, as I said. Uh, some of these mods uh, give extra benefits. Big fan of those benefits. Oh yeah. Um, they give you extra benefits for doing these finishes. So I think I've got one where I turn invisible. Uh, for like five seconds so and go and kill a dude and then scarper out of there but there's other ones where you know they can recharge your grenade and all sorts of extra stuff they they have gone pretty hard on the mods this time which is good uh so finishes armor 2.0 so the new arm systems come in uh previous armor first iteration of armor was just like armor brilliant cool then they added mods to it random rolled mods so whenever you got a piece of armor it would have two perks on it that could be i don't know better hand can cannon accuracy and you know speed like or cocaine one of the drugs anyway um 
With this Armour 2.0, the main thing is the mod system. So all those mods, any mods that you've unlocked um, or have in your inventory uh, are unlocked for you. And you can equip and unequip any of these mods at any time where you want. And all it costs is like 500 glimmer or maybe a bit more if it's a bit better. Who knows? Um, this is way better because you can actually build your builds. You can craft your own builds let's put it that way on how you want to play the game so uh, at the moment i'm running submachine guns and a bow and arrow because that's what i've got at the moment so um a lot of my mod slots uh include uh stabilization for submachine guns so it doesn't fucking spray all up the wall all over the place i've got more control on it um there's uh from the uh, what's it called? Seasonal Artifact. One of the mods I think I got was a over uh, over penetrating bullets or something like that, so I can shoot through shields, which is absolutely fantastic. Like, uh, obviously you get enemies in this where you have shield shielded enemies, uh, and you have to wait for that shield to remove, or you have to shoot in a certain place where these bullets can just bam straight through that. Um, it's really good. Um, and the the other thing, they're all customizable. So anything legendary or above, maybe not exotics. I haven't actually checked yet. Uh, but any legendary ones, which is the purple ones, these can be uh, customized with ornaments that you've unlocked. So say I've got a purple cape uh, on my hunter, and I don't really like it, but it's a really high level. It's nearly master worked as well, so it's giving me extra stats that way. Uh, but it just looks like bollocks. But I've unlocked an ornament previously, which I do like. Say the cloak from Curse of Osiris. Uh, I can uh, click down on the D-pad whilst over it and change the look from this really shitty one that I don't like to my nice Curse of Osiris cape. So visually, I look nice as well. It's absolutely nothing, but it makes a huge difference because I don't see it ever. Unless I've got a sword out, and then I see it all the time. Or I'm in the town. Whatever. You, you get the gist. They've done very well on the Armour 2.0 system. It's very cool. Uh, you also have access to two new strikes, uh, which is the Festering Core and the Scarlet Keep. I've played both of these. Both good strikes. Pretty cool. If not easy. Um, I haven't played them on like the harder modes yet. I'm sure they do get hard, but... As I ran through them, I was like, this is easy. Okay, fine, but I'll get onto that later. Uh, there's been Crucible updates. I mean, I would hope there would be. Uh, there's uh, reprised PvP maps. Um, Widow's Court and Twilight Gap, which are from Destiny 1, I believe. Uh, there is a new PvP map called Fragment, which I haven't played. Uh, there's new Crucible Lambs, which is different game modes, called Elimination, which is a 3v3 elimination game, like... Trials uh, of the Nine. Was it Trials of the Nine? I think it was in D1. Uh, or was it Trials? No, it was Trials of Cyrus, wasn't it? In D1. And finally, you have access to the free seasonal rank rewards, which is the top tier of the season pass. Um, which is cool. You know, uh, it starts off pretty heavy. You can unlock something every level, and then as time goes on, you know, not so much to unlock. That's how they get you. Where you could be unlocking all of this really cool shit at the bottom. But here. So that is 
a hell of a lot of content for free. Let's put it that way. I think the fact that you can um, access every location is really cool. You have access to all the Gambit maps, all the Crucible maps, everything for free. Like, you know, that's impressive. They've done, I feel like that's a good job they've done there. Obviously, it's to convert people over to paying customers, obviously. But still, you know, not bad. Uh, a couple of other things that obviously, they're included in the free thing as well. But they're, they're just things that I I, I, I want to mention at this stage. Um, there's There's been some user interface updates. Um, the, the quest steps uh, are better displayed. So your bounties are on one side, your quests are on the other. Uh, it's easier to track what you're doing. Uh, it's still a, a massive shit show uh, coming back to this game, even though I've stuck a toe in every now and again. Um, it's difficult to know where the fuck I am and what am I doing. Uh, there, there are ways of knowing. Obviously, all the different icons tell you when quests were and who was they given by and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's just better displayed now. The, the whole user face is good. I mean, I, I think we've mentioned before that um, Bungie have a really good way of displaying things, uh, be it fonts or graphics or whatever. They they really do a good job there. Um, yeah, it's impressive. Uh, and the, the other thing is that obviously um, Destiny 2 has moved over to Steam from Battle.net. Um, uh, since it launched uh, which is great you know I've got the Steam client I've got a Steam account obviously I had a Battle.net one but my uh, I bought Destiny 2 on PC and now I've got it on Steam um, that's great the main thing is cross save is enabled now so a while ago when it came available I set it all up to so that my PS4 account was my active account uh, because obviously that's where I've chucked in all the hours that I've played it. And uh, I can now play that on PC. And holy shit, that game looks really good on PC running at 60 frames at 2K. On, I don't know, high settings or whatever I got on my uh, PC. Um, it's Yeah, it, it fucking plays really nice. Um, one thing I would say, I'm still using a controller on PC. I tried it with a keyboard and mouse and couldn't really get on with it. And I don't really know why. Um, but it felt exactly the same as the PS4 did. Obviously, just looked better and ran smoother um, at, at twice as much, uh, twice as many frames, which was nice. One nice thing that I discovered this weekend, actually, I ha- I've got my work laptop at home at the moment, um, just because I was like, oh, I need to do some work at home, like people do with jobs, uh, and I was like, oh. This has got, I think, I think it's like a 1050 Ti in it or something. So it's not a powerhouse graphics card, but it'll do the job uh, for 1080p gaming. Uh, but it's got an M2 drive in it, like a terabyte one in there. I was like, oh, let's, um, let's install this bad boy on here and see how it runs. So paired up the old PlayStation controller with Bluetooth and then activated that, what is it, whatever it is, W Windows where is it I've got it on here maybe I don't have it on there I thought I had it on my desktop whatever the converter thing is for the controller so it shows it as an Xbox controller anyway uh, link that up 
Fucking hell. That thing loads so quick now. On that drive, it's insane. Like, obviously, anyone that played or has played this game on um, a console understands the pain of uh, loading screens and it taking forever, really. Absolutely forever. Thank God you can access other stuff while it's loading. Otherwise, I don't know what I would do in my life. Um, It wouldn't be good anyway. But yeah. We can bring on the PS5 now, mate, with those no-loading screens. It's going to be fan-bloody-tastic. Yeah. Anyway, that's why PCs are great at the moment. Um, so, let's have a look at the season content. So, this is like, you know, your £10 battle pass kind of shit. And what you get for that. So, if you could buy them the season pass on its own, which I don't think you can... Uh, you would have obviously all the access to the free tier but also as time goes on through the roadmap you will have access to the vex offensive which is sorry um a new game mode that has already come out uh there a couple of weeks later you will have access to iron banner which is a nice place to get gear and play pvp uh a week after that you have no no you don't have access to that no Two weeks after that, you will have access to the Festival of the Lost, which is their, you know, dead people stuff. Uh, a week after that, there is a new PvP mode called Momentum Control coming up. Uh, two weeks after that, no. Uh, oh, God, like three, three weeks after that, you have access to the Vex Offensive Final Assault, which is obviously, that's the end of the season pass, where it's the big grand finale where you defeat a really big dude and win the game I guess so for £10 worth of content you get uh, Iron Banner a festival uh, a new PvP mode and yeah Vex Offensive now Vex Offensive is pretty cool Uh, I've gone through it starts off with uh, a basic quest you have to go to the moon and Destroy a load of Vex, which sounds basic enough, but one thing they've done here is really push the boat out with the visual effects of this massive lightning cloud in the sky where it's going bananas and all these Vex are just spawning around you, and it's mental. So you have to kill three of these gate lords, that's gate lords, I said there, and then a big motherfucker comes out and you destroy him. Uh, By doing that, you get access to the Vex Offensive, which is like a wave-based thing. I think there's like two wave, three, two, two big waves of enemies while you go through this small to medium map. Then at the end, massive Gate Lord. You have to beat him off. Happy times. Um, yeah, from that, obviously, there's all new. Uh, weapons? I think it's only weapons. I don't think there's any armor from that. I'm pretty sure it's just weapons. But yeah, the submachines gone. Yeah, sub machine guns. Really good. Let's put it that way. Um, also, uh, with the paid season pass, you get Axel. Uh, Axel access. Sorry, it's getting late. Access to the battle pass, uh, which means you get a load of shit uh, every time you uh, level up. 
much like um, previously when you'd be getting Eververse content, Eververse Engrams or whatever they're, Bright Engrams um, or whatever they're called, they changed so many times I think, um, you just get, you unlock a new thing from the list, which is fine. Um, mainly it's just materials uh, or upgrade components, which is, is you know, you, you do use these things, I guess. Um, don't know how I feel about paying for them, but <coughs> sorry, um, it's, it's no different to you know any other battle pass that's out there. I guess it is what it is. Now, uh, I think in the Discord, uh, I, I went on to say I don't mind the battle pass system. To be honest, I don't. Ten pound for three months or whatever. It, it's it's not as bad as like a, a subscription uh, subscription to WoW or your Final Fantasies or, or whatever MMOs and stuff. Um, don't really know how to compare with the amount of content um, from the two. But it's about a pass. Take it or leave it. Probably leave it, I reckon. <coughs> Sorry, my throat has got really dry really quickly just then. So finally, let's talk about the actual paid expansion. So say this is like £20 of your £30 spend. This is what you get for £20. Obviously, uh, you get the campaign, uh, which I'll go on about in a bit. You get the raid. You get hero and legendary nightmare hunts, which is, you know, uh, there's new th- a new thing called nightmare hunts that comes with the campaign. I'm guessing these are just bigger, badder ones, which is fine. Um, then <laughs> the next week you get the master nightmare hunts. Um, you get the exotic quest for a bow. Uh, you get the new dungeon. Uh, which I can't remember the name of actually, which is annoying. Um, you get another exotic quest for a oh shit, what are they called like fusion rifle kind of game. Uh, you get a first rate challenge, whatever the fuck that is, and that's about it. So twenty pounds is it worth it for a extremely short campaign, uh, a raid, uh, a couple of exotic quests, and a dungeon? Who knows? So let's start with the campaign. It's not very long. It's incredibly short. Um, eight hours, if that. Six at a push. I don't know. I can't remember. I was doing a lot of other stuff whilst doing the campaign. Um, just because, uh, like I said, I had a load of stuff from Gambit time and the whatever stuff happened and other expansions that came out of the year which I didn't even bother playing that much um, so there was some other bits and bobs that I was cleaning up or even just doing um, but yeah the the main missions uh, they're, they're not very long um, they're quite disjointed in a way uh, I didn't know if it was a mission or a side quest or, or whatever was going on there um, it didn't feel great let's put it that way um, but then again it did feel great because it was Destiny 2 and new content's always good, uh, especially in a new old place. So talking about new old places, yeah, the moon. Um, it's the moon, buddies. We're back on the moon from Destiny 1. Uh, I loved the moon. 
I thought it was a great place. Uh, I managed to do uh, the raid on the moon as well at some point, uh, even though that was during D2, but really enjoyed it. Thanks for the guys. I can't remember who it was that got me through there, but you're the best. Um, they've done a very, very good job of adapting the moon to make it look like it's changed, obviously. That'd be weird if it was exactly the same. That that place is totally fucked up now, um, to the point where when I was first on it, I, I couldn't get my bearings, and I'm um, someone that, if I've been there once, I know I know where I am for life kind of thing. I know how to get around it. Um, and yeah, they, they, it was cool. Uh, they, they've added a, a new little area for it <clears throat> where you do some missions in the strike. Um, but yeah, it's still the moon, buddies. A lot of nostalgia coming back then, but it's the moon at the end of the day. Would it be better if we had somewhere else? Who knows? But they've done a good job of the moon. And reusing assets. As you go through the campaign, obviously it's the same enemies. Yeah, no, not much has changed there. Um, <clears throat> they've added some nightmare things, so they're slight adaptations of uh, usual enemies that we're, we're used to. But the bosses within the campaign are the same ones that we've fought before. So you've got Callus and Crota, etc. They're they're all there, buddies. They're back for you to kill again. And once again, first time I'm like, oh yeah, lovely. I know these people. That's great. They're back to kill me and I'm going to kill them again. And then, you know, after a while, I'm like, well, would have been cool to see someone new. Like, I don't know, some big fucker that wanted to destroy me. Uh, it is it is what it is um I, it makes me think about like how much time it's actually taken them to create the content is it worth 20 pounds maybe maybe not is it just the grind you know these things it it it's tough to to it's tough for me because of me rose tinted goggles I love this game. It's awesome. The way it feels, the way it looks, everything about it, it's really good. So, to, you know, pick fault in it, which I will, um, I have, you know, it's not the easiest of things. I always want it to be like, yeah, it's the best, but you got to be realistic here. Um, <clears throat> the storyline is interesting. It's a continuation of, I believe, the end of the D2 campaign. Uh, if anyone hasn't finished it, I mean, that would be weird if you're listening to this now. Uh, there's like triangly pyramidy things in the sky. And one of them's in the center of the moon, buddies. First time you see it, fuck me, it looks cool as fuck. Like, once again, we need to say um, that this game looks absolutely amazing. They've done an absolutely stellar job on the visuals, uh, the lighting, everything is fucking quality uh i'm going around just going like wow this is this looks amazing it, it's cool it's magical it's out of this world kind of stuff um but hey um yeah the, the storyline um it's interesting it's cool that it's a continuation i don't really know where it's going at this point it kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger like uh you, you pick up this thing take it back to uh, Eris Morn or whatever and then she's like oh I need to look at this more and then that's it I was like okay cool what what do you want me to do about it 
Nothing. Oh, okay, cool. I'll see you later. Now, I don't know if there's anything about the raid because uh, I haven't done that yet, but plans are to hopefully do that in the next month or so. Um, there could be more story content there, to be honest. Let's, let's just wait and see. And obviously, as the seasons progress, you would hope that more story content would be involved in these seasons. But then again, you know, seeing as it looks like the season pass only gets you like little activities, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll wait another year until another, you know, content drop where there's like campaigny story missions or, or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing going forward with this, unfortunately. Um, so the campaign pretty weak um, overall, but twenty pounds. But if you compare it to Forsaken, it's fucking absolutely nothing compared to Forsaken. Forsaken was awesome, absolutely great expansion. Uh, and finally, the last thing that I I want to talk about, um, Shadow Keep. Uh, you're probably saying, "Thank fuck, Ash. You can shut up now and go away." Is the dungeon the dungeon uh, which I don't know the name of, uh, but that is coming to us uh, on the 29th, so end of the month. <clears throat> and I'm really looking forward to this. It's like a three-man raid, uh, more intense than a strike. Uh, not as intense as a raid. Uh, well, on a level with a raid, I guess. Uh, the original dungeon, Shattered Throne, was it was awesome. It was so good. Um, the the different areas you go through, the puzzles, the intensity of that boss battle, it, it, it ticked all the boxes for me. And it's, it's what I want Destiny to be. I want more of that and less of Gambit, let's say, or Gambit Prime. Um, it's all good. I, uh, tell a lie, I, I, I did... I have been enjoying a bit of Crucible. Uh, I do. I'm getting back into the PvP aspect of it. It's it's good fun, but stuff like this where I can get together with my buddies and like absolutely smash it, and at the end of it, be like, whoa! It it was like I was saying about Gears Five. You know, it just that feeling of like, holy crap! I've just absolutely nailed that kind of thing, that situation, and the feeling of like the release is just that's. Maybe I'm like that kind of... I'm a release junkie. I mean, that sounds totally wrong. Um, But who doesn't like a bit of release? You know, with the situation in hand. So there you go, buddies. That's that's whatever Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is. Uh, Thank you for sticking around with me. Uh, Through whatever that is. Um, I'm sorry that I kind of lost my voice halfway through. I'm... My editing, hopefully, has kind of sorted some of that out. Um, but yeah, uh, there's one last little tidbit about Destiny. is uh, uh, Soon you'll be able to pre-order some official Destiny shoes. Because why the fuck not, eh? So, I, I don't even know what these are. They, they look like boots. They just look weird and they got pallet Paladin? Is it written on? Oh, I don't know. I can't even see. But yeah, they're Destiny. Palladium. I guess that's the make. I don't know. I'm not cool. I'm not hip. I'm not in. But there you go. Destiny boots, buddies. 
fill your boots that should be the slogan i guess but anyway thank you uh so much for sticking with me through this solo podcast i can't believe it's gone on for so long and it won't go on anymore so um obviously i've been ash uh alex will be back next week and thank you so much for listening and supporting us uh it makes my day much better (laughs) so anyway buddies i will catch you next time goodbye you've been listening to the jfg podcast with ash and me alex you can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our discord and street beat if you want to get involved with the show our facebook is forward slash the jfg podcast and our twitter handle is at the jfg podcast we're on all those video streaming sites too buddies from chewtube to twitch.tv forward slash the jfg podcast to mixer.com aka beam.fucking pro we've got a ps4 community you can join just search the jfg podcast on there and we're also on google plus if that is how you choose to live your life Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time.